Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Hello, and welcome back to Siren Soapbox. Thank you so much to our suds for answering last week's question of the week. Tracy asked, what is the best thing that has happened to you because of COVID? Mary said this podcast... I said dogs have definitely benefited the most, cats not so much, Annette, not our Annie, said more time with her sons, Lindsay said she seriously upgraded her sweatpants and slippers, and Jeremy said that there hasn't been a single school shooting, which I did not know that, I'll have to look in more, more into that, um, but today we have a very special episode. Our topic today is why shop small business? And the episode will be streaming on Podbean and now also on Spotify and TuneIn. And yay! those will be I know, yay! <laughs> those will be airing on Dun 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 Black Friday. So we have two very special guests with us tonight that are gonna talk about their small businesses. But first our sirens are gonna get on their soapbox. Each siren has two minutes to discuss their point of view, relatively uninterrupted. And then we're gonna open up the floor for our guests. They will get eight minutes to talk about their business, and then we're going to open up the floor for questions and debate. Remember, this is a safe space to share our opinions, and if at any time it starts to get too intense, our safe word is... Mango! (laughs) All right. So, just because Jess has to go last, I have to go first. (laughs) I'm sure you guys are already sick of hearing me talk, so I'll, I'll be quick with my two minutes. Our topic is why shop small business... And let me pull up the timer. I thought Becky was going first this week. Did you not look at my calendar that I sent out for everybody? Well, I I, I ignored the order, so I have it written down wrong. So you guys will just have to, when it's my turn, just be like, hey, Mary, what do you think? It's going to be right after me. All right, go on. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So I kind of shop on two ends of the spectrum i definitely shop amazon a lot uh i discovered amazon when my 12 year old son was born and i was kind of stuck at home and it's just so nice just typing a word and finding anything that you you can possibly want um but i also love shopping small business because it is so personal usually you can get some custom items uh and you're supporting someone who has taken a huge risk in 
um, doing something and they are passionate about it. It usually benefits the customer. They've got a lot of knowledge on their product and they put a lot of care into what they're doing. Small business owners eat, sleep, and drink, and they do everything. Everything revolves around their small business. Um, again, lots of research and care go into what they're doing, and a lot of times they're putting their own money into it. Uh, this year, I did start my a couple of my own businesses. I started a blog at completecourage.org um, and life coaching. I also am doing crafts with Etsy on Complete Courage, and it's just it's a lot of time and passion and I absolutely love what I'm doing. When you shop small business, you are supporting somebody's dream and, and making that a reality for them. Um, my husband and I are also doing JL aerial views with drone photography. Um, so that's, well, I'm not going to do my two minutes today, girls. Wow. <laughs> I just, I think shopping with small business, um, is, is great. And, a easy way to help if you can't put the money into it on Facebook or whatever social media you're on, share their posts, like comment, helps, help spread the word about them. That's an easy way you can help support them. And now it's on to Mary. Thanks Elsie. So I do think that big box stores serve our communities in some ways. They offer jobs to people. They sell products at a lower price than maybe some smaller local businesses would. So that, that, in some ways, we do need big box stores in our communities, I think. However, I prefer to spend my money in small local stores whenever possible. Um, I believe serving small businesses is not only helping to keep money in my community, and that would go for local businesses, um, local small businesses, but it also fuels someone's passion, like Elsie was saying. So, I'll be opening my own Etsy shop on January 1 is my goal. It's called HodgePodge. Thanks. It's called HodgePodge Unlimited. And I hope that my passions, which will be brought to life by my creations, will bring joy to other people. This Christmas, I'm going to buy small mostly, but I will also enjoy the convenience of Amazon. Full disclosure. Um, for me, ultimately, it comes down to balance. I want to shop small, but I'm also going to let myself off the hook for those times that I go to Amazon for the quick and convenient purchases. And with that, I'll hand it over to Tracy. So I live somewhere where almost all businesses are small businesses. We don't have very many um, large stores or big businesses other than Amazon. And most sellers on Amazon will ship to where I live. So... Um, I'll admit that I like to shop Amazon sometimes. Um, but I recently had an experience where I ordered something that uh, I, I ordered a journal that was made by a small business. And I was supposed to receive it on a certain Monday, very much looking forward to it. My package did not arrive. So I sent an email off to the company. But my response came from the woman who owned the business. And so that was very fun for me. And she had taken the time to discover how long it would take to ship from where she is to my island. And she said it should take 19 days, which would be November or whatever it was. Please send me an email on November whatever or sooner and let me know if you've gotten it. And so um, when, I, when I received it, I sent her an email. She remembered who I was. I don't know. That's a really cool experience that you can pretty much only get from 
a small business. So from the buyer's perspective, um, it's nice to be a name, uh, a person that's, that's helping a, a business and that's purchasing things versus uh, a bigger place where you're one in a million customers, I guess. So I shop small business mostly because that's mostly what we have. And at a time like this, when a lot of people, we, we don't have many tourists on our island, it's even more important for people to buy locally. And so I have increased how much I've shopped small businesses since, since March. Because a lot, of our, a lot of our little shops are going out of business and restaurants and stores, all of those things are small on my island. Sure. That's why I shop small. Yes. And next is someone else that... Annie. Thank you. <laughs> Go, Annie. I didn't read the note either, so I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, you read your note. <laughs> I, I read the note. I just can't hold the note and my phone. Like, I can't see your faces in the note at the same time. And so, Tracy sorry, can't remember Annie. anything either, so there's it's not. very true. It's very true. Annie, your time hasn't started yet, so your your full two minutes will start (laughs) now. No, no, you can go ahead. (laughs) I got home to 93 messages and wanted to eat dinner before this, so I perused very quickly. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to just echo everyone and say that I also try to shop small as much as possible. I will say Amazon recently saved me when I was COVID quarantined and I really wanted food. (laughs) Um, So there is a place and a time for all of those things, Uh, but definitely trying to shop small as much as possible and thinking through just all of the places that I love. I don't know how much we're naming names, but I'm going to start naming names and then you can beat me out and just pretend like I'm saying curse words if we can't say them. (laughs) Either way, it'll be very entertaining. So stop by Small Business Saturday, Scuba Unlimited. We are doing a Wheel of Fun food drive. Another thing I love about small business, I go to Scuba Unlimited and and give them ideas, and then they just run with it and don't call me crazy, which is awesome. Um, I also... Whoa, whoa, you call me crazy for my ideas? Well, you are, (laughs) to be clear. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Um, I was recently at my local vet that I pretty much all of us on this call love. We love Dr. Joe at Evendale Blue Ash Pet Hospital. Um, there's also, yes. Saw her this morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oliver was not a huge fan of hers, but I don't think Oliver would be a fan of anyone. He may grow to love her. He, I, he will, yeah. It was the first visit where it's like, mm, you're going to touch me? I'm not sure about this. Um, what else? There is a local quilt shop down in uh, Sharonville as well called So Easy. That's amazing. Um, as well as, yeah. And if you're there, just stop by All Ready's, which is absolutely delicious. They have My amazing time's seven. up. All right. And wow, I will stop. Good job, by. Annie. You took a whole yeah, two I minutes. Filled it all. Done. <laughs> Success. Good job, Annie. And we're over to, I believe, Becky, right? It is. Yes. Alphabetical. <laughs> Backwards. Um, oh, no. Forwards now. No, okay. mind. Just, just talk, Becky. Just okay. talk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't 
I don't have a whole lot new to add. I, I love everything that everybody's talked about, you know, keeping money local in the community, you know, the convenience of the big box stores, the cheapness of what you can get there for the necessities, you know, that, that does weigh in. But if I am shopping for gifts, if I am shopping for something unique, I definitely like to veer for something that is homemade or creative or antique or, or, you know, socially conscious of, of environmentally, environmentally conscious. So for me, when I am shopping for things, um, I have tried to kind of take more of an a less consumerism perspective and have really wanted to invest my money in quality items, unique items, things that you can't get anywhere else. Um, and a lot of the small businesses have amazing one-of-a-kind pieces that are handmade and you'll never find them anywhere. And absolutely you're going to pay for it because, you know, you are getting a much higher quality product. Um, and, you know, to echo Tracy's experience, um, my dogs are not spoiled at all. I had issues when I, I got Kona that she was having a very bad reaction to any collar that I could find for her. I, I actually did order a European leather hand-rolled collar, and I couldn't just get one for her. I had to get one for Wallace, too. And the same kind of situation. It's coming from the girl that has a bidet, too. <laughs> We all make choices. <laughs> this is a safe space, remember? Yes. You can be as bougie as you want over there. <laughs> I can totally be as bougie as I want. But, yeah, same situation. It was, you know, being imported, going through customs, it got lost. And it took a long time to get there. I reached out and just, hey, I just want to confirm shipment. I haven't seen it yet. Well, long and short, it came late. And then uh, it... Uh, they sent me the wrong order. Oh, it happened. Wow. And I emailed them, uh, emailed them again. And the owner of the business is the one that calls me and says, hey, I see we've had, you know, uh, I've gotten your messages. And I see that, you know, there's been some mix up. And she's actually reaching out <laughs> to me and fixing the order, sending me a higher quality caller because, yeah. Nice. They were making it right and didn't have the stock that I had uh, originally ordered. So, yeah, there's a lot of benefits in shopping small. And I don't remember who goes from here. Yes. I think I was the last one. So, Jess, I think this I is like you. I me. So, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to add that hasn't been said other than um, one aspect that I like of shopping small is the environmental aspect, because when you shop small, you, um, you aren't having the packaging that comes with shipping and stuff like that. It's, it's already been shipped in bulk to your location that you're shopping. So you don't have that. And, you know, a lot of places like Amazon have, you know, a lot of plastic in with their, their shipping, um, I know there is an option on Amazon where you can request no plastic. So FYI to um, people that want to be environmental out there. Oh, I didn't um, know that. That's good to know. Yeah. That you can go on there and request um, paper, like a 
crumpled up paper in your Amazon packaging um, so you're not using plastic. But, you know, you're still creating the cardboard and things like that, um, especially if they like to ship one item at a time. So, you know, there's the environmental aspect of it, too. But um, one factor that I really like with um, talking about shopping small is that uh, when you go in and spend $100 local, about $68 of that stays local. Um, so you're, you're talking about roughly 70% of your, your purchase staying in your community. So that's, that gets reinvested in your community locally. Um, you know, you have big corporations that go and, you know, they talk about like, well, the CEOs need jobs too. Well, you know, CEOs, families have children that probably play on softball teams who supports the softball teams, local businesses. <laughs> so, you know, they, that's who, that's who's out there. That's who's doing the community work. That's who's doing the, the investment in keeping the towns, you know, in business, keeping the towns running. So um, that, that's really what I have to, to add to small business. So, um, with that, we're going to turn it over to our first guest speaker tonight. Um, to be clear, there is some nepotism <laughs> because she is my sister. Uh, she owns Pachamama Market in Troy, uh, Ohio. So she um, first started, I think it's what the five, you had your five year birthday, five, five, fifth birthday this year. So um, she's going to talk about um, starting small business. She's uh, fair trade and what that means. And um, if we have some questions, uh, can I uh, talk about that? So with that, Miss Lindsay. Hi, thank you. So yeah, this, this week actually was our was our fifth anniversary. So um, we're gonna, we're gonna postpone the birthday party until we can party again, but, um, <laughs> but it's still, it feels like both five weeks and five decades at the same time. Um, owning a small business is a lot like the presidency. I think you age like eight times faster than regular humans. But, um, since starting my small business, I have not had a single day where I woke up and said to myself, oh, I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> it's I've loved every single minute of it. So um, as Jess was saying, Pachamama Market is a, um, I call it, a, it's a neighborhood marketplace for fair trade, handmade and eco-friendly goods. So that means we do have a brick and mortar store in downtown Troy, Ohio. Um, it's a call, I call it a very Gilmore Girls town because it's a very small, cute um, beautiful historic downtown where you walk down the street and you know everybody and say hi to everyone. And, um, it's, it's very much feels like a neighborhood, but everything we carry is um, fair trade, handmade and eco-friendly. So it's all ethically and sustainably sourced. We work with makers um, from within Troy to around the world. We have stuff from about, I think at my last count, about 70 different countries. Um, that were represented at the store. And these are all real humans um, making things with their hands. They are sustaining their um, traditional art forms that otherwise would be lost um, to um, 
migration to factory work to, um, you know, trying to find other opportunities to support their families. So we're trying to, um, we're providing those makers uh, a place to sell their goods so they can keep their traditions and their families um, within their own communities. So, um, but more importantly than that, we are, um, I see our, our business as sort of the intersection between social, environmental, and economic justice. Um, we work with people whose economies and environments have been devastated by centuries of colonialism and um, exploitative uh, trade, and um, we are trying to, to make that right. So we want to show people that you can run a profitable business while doing things justly, um, both for people and the planet we share the planet with. So um, that's us in a nutshell. We carry everything from jewelry to ceramics to um, handmade clothing, accessories, um, a little bit of everything. So it's uh, it's hard to kind of put us in a box, whether we're a boutique or a home goods store or a gift store. We're a little bit of everything, but um, I kind of buy according to my whims. <laughs> so um, my buying policies is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So everything on my shelves is makes you go, oh, hell yes. Um, but we do have an online store as well. So for those who are listening who are not in the Troy, Ohio area, it's Pachamama Market, P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A market.org. And for those who are curious, um, Pachamama is a native South American word. It's the catchable word for Mother Earth. So um, everything we do, we do to empower our, our mother. So that's that's us. <laughs> well said. Awesome. Thanks for that, Lindsay. Our next guest is taking the small business world by storm over here on the west side of Cincinnati. She's part of a husband and wife team who owns Geyser Bee Company. They are the founders of the West Side Market, and they recently opened up a private medical practice called New Body Aesthetics. Please join me in welcoming Crystal Geyser. Hi. Um, thank you guys for having me. I'm honored, um, especially Mary invited me on. So I don't want to, I mean, you guys, you guys covered all the bases that, that our small business you know Tracy kind of shared her experience on why and what makes small business so wonderful and I think it's that that human touch that you don't get when you order something on Amazon that really makes small business special that you don't get anywhere else um, so instead of repeating what everybody said um, and I'll kind of end it with the West Side Market I kind of want to give some examples of what small business looks like and not just um, you know, when we think small business, we think, you know, hand hand weaved items, um, maybe some jewelry, clothing, stuff like that. But um, we actually own a beekeeping company, and um, by supporting small businesses like ours, Honey, which was our very first business we ever started, it kind of goes deeper than just you buy from us, you support our farm, and then in return we turn around and we boost the economy ourselves. So in our situation. We own a beekeeping company. We started keeping bees for fun. We had so much support from everybody around us that um, 
it actually grew our farm into an even bigger farm and we expanded from the east side to the west side and now we have eight and a half acres of bees and, and goats and chickens and so by everybody supporting our bee farm um, it increased pollination dramatically within our area which ultimately yielded um, you know higher you know I mean in theory people's gardens in our area had produced more vegetables more fruits and stuff like that so that's kind of just an example of like supporting like a local farmer and what that looks like long term. <laughs> um, my husband recently had branched out and left a big corporation, which would be like your Amazon of medicine. He worked for a big healthcare network um, and they were affecting the quality of care that he was able to give his patients. What they told him was he had this very small window to greet patients, talk to them, get to know them, diagnose them, give them medications and get them out the door and give them to the next person. So instead of fighting, which he did for three years, he finally, you know, the magic of, you know, COVID 2020 is he was put in a situation where he could actually go and branch out and start his own business. So I know it's not um, necessarily looked at as small business, but by him going private practice, that's exactly what it was. It's he's a small business now versus being part of a big corporation. And so just like Tracy's incident with this book that she bought, now he can kind of relate or do the same thing with patient care where he's, you know, with a big corporation, he was forced to see people every 15 minutes. Now he has the luxury of seeing somebody for two hours if he wants to. So he can connect with his customers a lot more that he wasn't able to do um, when he worked for a big company. So when we first moved over to the West side, because we felt so passionate about, you know, those businesses and we knew firsthand how it affected us and our farm, um, we wanted to inspire other people like we had been inspired. So we were started this little pop-up market, which created opportunity for people, um, maybe like Lindsay, who doesn't have the opportunity of have, having a brick and mortar. Maybe it's, you know, the hours, maybe it's the overhead, whatever it is. So we created um, a monthly pop-up market that would allow for people from all over our area to come here um, and sell their items to the community within this time frame of like 10 to 4, the first Saturday of every month. And it has been amazing i mean we just this saturday which is small business saturday um we are are the ending to our third year and every single market we see increased foot traffic and that's during a pandemic so it shows you how much people want to support each other whether it's their neighbor um somebody's cousin or hairdresser whatever it is you know it inspires us as people i feel like when you go and you see somebody that's pursuing their career, they're starting an Etsy account, they're making candles, they're living out a dream that maybe they never thought was possible before, and they're doing it. And so when you're shopping small businesses and you're going to pop-up markets or you're going to little shops like this that sell these things, um, you, it's almost like you feel inspired yourself and you feel good about your purchases. And I mean, I like feeling good about when I spend money <laughs> instead of having mom guilt about spending a bunch of money, you know? So, um, so it's a good thing. You're, you're, you're inspiring people. You're encouraging them. You're feeling good about your purchases. You're gifting something to someone that's handcrafted and not just assembly line made. Um, there's care into it. And don't get me wrong. You get your horrible, your horrible experiences with small businesses like you do anywhere else. But 
I really, really think the emphasis is on like the human connection because you just don't get that, especially, you know, just like little things when you call the dispute a bill and you get somebody that barely speaks English, you know, it's, you feel like you're being mean to that person that's on the other line because you don't, you don't have that connection that you would if you were face to face and you were talking to people. So, um, small business is important for way more than just like the handcraftness. It's, it's something, especially during the times that we're in right now that, that we're lacking. And, and that's that connection, that inspiration, that, I don't know what the right word is, but I think it's something you just feel when you, when you're supporting small businesses, you feel like you're part of something greater than, than you know, just buying from a corporation. It's your personal connection. Yes. <laughs> and I just want to highlight something that Crystal said that is so important to this small businesses is with, with, especially with her husband's case, it was a great example of that when you're shopping with a big corporation or a box store or some sort of um, international conglomerate, their bottom line is is profit. That's that is their end goal is profit. But when you're supporting a small business, their bottom line is their customer um, because they don't exist without repeat customers and providing great service. Um, so it's it's a it's a completely different values system and small businesses are what allow you to shop your values, whether it's supporting your local farmer, whether it's um, buying from a black or indigenous or woman owned business um, or shopping zero waste or um, you know, those, all of those values are, those are opportunities you can only get through supporting small businesses. Those, um, those opportunities don't exist when you uh, are shopping with somebody that doesn't see you as a customer. They see you as a dollar. Lindsay, um, to your point, if I'm shopping at a place like Target, which don't get me wrong, I fucking love my Target. (laughs) But shopping at a Target, if I want to find like a bracelet for somebody, nobody at Target is going to help me pick out a bracelet for somebody that has a special meaning or a special connection. But if I work with somebody to help you at Target, yeah, but if I I go anymore. If I show up to your store or if I show up to the West Side Market and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a bracelet, there are like all kinds of people who are super passionate about the bracelets that they've made or that they purchased to sell in their store. And they're going to they're going to help me understand why their product is so why I should buy that product. And I think that that's important, too. Again, it goes back to that interpersonal connection. Yeah, they're going to help you make a bracelet. And by the time you leave there, you're going to know who made the bracelet, what it's made out of, how to take care of that bracelet. You're probably going to have the bracelet maker's mother's macaroni and cheese recipe. Like you get everything <laughs> and then more than you asked for when you yeah. shop at small business. It's true. There's a, a small business um, that is pretty famous for selling bracelets. And when I walk in there to look for a bracelet, which is where I got these, um, they know my size. So anyone else could walk in there and buy me a bracelet as a gift because my size is in their little, it's like one of those little boxes with index cards. And my name is on an index card in that little box (laughs) with the size of bracelet that I have. So it's true. I have one of those bracelets and I was in a meeting at work and I work for a large company, but I was in a meeting at work about a year ago. And after the meeting, some chick walked to my cubicle and said, I've been to St. Croix too. 
the only place you can buy the bracelet. <laughs> And if you had bought that bracelet at Kohl's, then there probably would have been six other people in that meeting wearing that right. bracelet. Like, you know, you have, you're, you're wearing a story. Um, I have you're wearing an experience. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Kohl's too. <laughs> I've been to Kohl's, but it was to return an Amazon package. <laughs> Hopefully within the next year, all of these women have this bracelet on their wrist. That's my yes. Yes. That includes you, Lindsay and Crystal. Absolutely. You're uh, always invited. My child was playing trivia earlier with her uh, her CISV club. They were meeting over Zoom. And apparently she was trying to confirm an answer with me. She said, Ghana? And the way she just said, Ghana? I thought that was an invitation. And I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> it was not an invitation to just go to Ghana. And it, it was a little heartbreaking. <laughs> Well, before we get too far into like open conversation, Crystal, did you get to say everything that you wanted to say about your small business? Um, yes. Well, I guess once you guys are talking about the bracelet, I guess it's kind of like another thing that I could add to the small business aspect of it is that exclusiveness that you just don't get everywhere else. Um, you know, as we get older, you know, I'm sure we're all probably in this boat, I don't know if like your significant other asked you what you want for Christmas and you're like, I just, I get, I can buy anything I want. Really. We're adults here. We all share the same bank account, whatever. But like when you buy something like that and it's exclusive, it has like a little bit more value to it. Then it's like, yeah, I want this $10 bracelet from Kohl's. It's like, no, I've been following this chick on Instagram. I know her story. I support her. I got to get this bracelet. She, she's only making 10 of them this year. So then you feel like it's a lot more special. It has more value to it. And um, I don't know. That's just... I absolutely agree. Um, Part of my story there, you know, I've, I've banned my husband from shopping at Kohl's. <laughs> Because he'll just go the day of and just pick out anything. And I'm like, there's no thought. There's no story behind it. Yeah. It's just, you know, a thing. I Handmade or, you know, small business, there's a story there. Like Lindsay said, you know, you're going to walk out of there with somebody's grandma's recipe or some story or or maybe it's only one of 10 that somebody made. So it's it's got a lot more of a personal touch than it's mass produced and I'm just going to grab it off the shelf the day. Of. Yeah. I'd rather you not buy me anything than buy me something that way. I agree. And, you know, to kind of go hand in hand, like if you're thinking more along the lines um, of gear, scuba gear, we're all, we're all divers. You know, when I first started diving before I had my own gear, I was like, I have no idea what to get. I'm starting on all of the big box, you know, websites. No idea what to do. Getting overwhelmed by the the options. Well, you know, you go to your local business, went to Scuba Unlimited. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. I have no idea what to pick out. And having a conversation with Craig and here's, here's what I recommend. This is what's in your price range. And I remember my first piece of dive equipment was a computer. The first time I went to test it out was when I was in Hawaii 
and I you... called Craig at six o'clock in the morning Hawaii time because the first time I went to dive with it, it turned off in the water. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work. And he's like, um, aren't you in Hawaii? Why are you calling me? And I'm like, Craig, my computer's not working. What do I do? And he's trying to troubleshoot, you know, from 1,500 miles away how to fix my computer. And, and, you know, you don't get that kind of personalized service. You don't get that personal touch. You don't get that, like you said, with, you know, the, the extra there's there's so much more that you get from you know having a small business help you pick out what you're looking for taking the time to really understand what your needs are and then hearing the stories behind it and then leaving with a little extra you know i would totally dig anybody's grandma's mac and cheese recipe hell yeah no. who doesn't like melty cheese over noodles <laughs> put cheese on anything and i'll eat it yeah, well, <laughs> or deep fry it. Well, oh, to, yeah. to that note, um, I think there is a good point where your small business is going to know your location and what the needs of your area are. And I know for a fact, Lindsay gets more mermaid stuff because we'll buy it. <laughs> But I mean, they they know and they have their thumb. Anything with with baits, uh, bicycle, or chickens, they all sell like crazy in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you guys have your thumb on what what people want, what what the needs are. So I do want to ask while we got. I remember of you. one time they sent Lindsay some chicken or some um, keychains with like they had like corn, like corn keychains and she and she was just like i don't know if, if these are gonna sell like that was one hell of a win there Lindsay. And, and i was like uh it's ohio it's corn I, they're gonna sell. And I bet you sold out didn't you i sold the, the yeah the corn sold immediately i funny i got little corn and little footballs and i was like oh <laughs> You like, gotta know you're you gotta order those. Like you're gonna sell those like crazy. So Lindsay and Crystal, while we have you here, I wanna ask, what is something that you would tell yourself at the start of your business or what is something that you would do differently? I love this question and can't <laughs> wait to hear the answer. Um I if I had to talk to myself five years ago before I started the business, I would say, um, one, buy alcohol in bulk. Um, <laughs> Cheers. And, <laughs> um, two, uh, get to know your local Mexican restaurant employees by name. <laughs> Oh my God, um, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I spend more time buying tacos and, and margaritas than, than that's my that's my self-care. That's my form of self-care. Um, but three, and I, I think the most important thing for me on my small business journey kind of was um, to don't sweat the, the mom guilt or the, the guilt of spending time away from 
your family or your friends because um, it's it's a very it's a very very consuming thing to to start your own small business um, and you get this kind of reputation of it being siloed like you it's so isolating but it's it's not because um, the people that love you are always going to reach out to you and help and um, I mean they're going to be the ones there with you at two o'clock in the morning before small business Saturday, still helping you reset your window. Um, but also, especially with my kids, because they were, uh, seven and five when I started this little, little younger than that, probably like, like six and four. And I was so nervous about the, what I was going to miss out on. Um, the hours that I would miss with them and, um, you know, not being able to make this or that special event or whatever, but, um, they don't care that I missed the school carnival, um, when they were in kindergarten, they care about the fact that like mommy built this and mommy's helping people all around the world. And, um, and like showing them what it looks like to, chase after your dream and to work hard and like that, that work ethic and never compromising my values and, um, knowing that, um, I've built this, this global community of friends, um, that care about what I'm doing and I care about what they're doing. Like all of that is, is like, I could not make a dime for the rest of my life. Owning my, owning my small business, but having that has been absolutely priceless. And that's what I want myself five years ago to know, to know that like the rest of it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is what matters and this is what we've accomplished. So that's, that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Crystal, what about you? Um, I don't think I would tell myself anything. I know it sounds so stupid, but um, I mean, there's a lot to, you know, what she said, but I feel like I'm in a really good place and I only got there because I did my trial and error and I had to overcome a lot of my obstacles and dating that douchebag when you're 18, you know, you don't, you don't <laughs> care I mean, because, you know, if he was the first guy you met, it's cause, you know, you worked through all the errors and the, and the, the quirky ones along the way. So, um, I would have to say something that I still um, I still don't do as best the best I, as I could do is uh, maybe like a show more appreciation to the people that helped me get to where I am today, like my parents, especially now. You know, I have two kids that came about during all of this. Um, I mean, I could tell my mom I was selling bagged poop and she would be here asking me how much the price tags have to be. <laughs> It doesn't matter what it is, you know, my mom will always be there. So um, even to this day, you know, she's, when do I need to get a flight there? When do you, what do you need me to do? I don't know anything about medicine. You know, it's just like, she's always there. And I feel like I didn't show enough appreciation. So heaven forbid something happened, um, that would probably be my only thing. And I'm telling myself that right now at 8.54 on a Tuesday night. And I need to <laughs> I need to do it more right now, not even five years ago, but, 
you know, you can't, you can't look back and say what I would do different if you're in a successful place, I feel like, because, you know, people can give you directions, but it doesn't mean you're going to get to where you are if you follow them. It's just, you know, the life and the situations that got you where you are today. Like knowing Mary, for instance, is part of my journey. Um, so it's just... Crystal, that's part of everyone's journey. <laughs> some people have to learn lessons the hard way, and there are some lessons you can only learn the hard way. <laughs> I I totally agree with you, though. Like, you got to where you are through all your experiences, and you're successful at what you do. Um, I think something I would tell myself is to, you don't have to be 100% ready to go. Like, if you are... 100% proud of your first product, then you waited too long. Like, don't, don't wait, just get, get out there and start doing. I think that's what I would tell Which you. Which is why I'm opening my Etsy shop on January 1. I am like 23% ready, but <laughs> whatever. It's close but my, my business just turned five this week and looking at the photos of when I opened, it's embarrassing. I, it like, it looked like a bowling alley. It was just this big empty space. And I had like two Ikea tables and four bookshelves and that was it. Like, it, I don't even know what I sold that first year. Like maybe a necklace, maybe a basket. I, I didn't have anything to sell, but I grew into the space and, and being open and having that feedback from customers of saying, Oh, you should carry this. Or do you have this? I've been looking for this. It's like, that's what, kind of gave me my momentum so yeah no just like you will never be ready you will never be ready you will never be prepared just do it yeah not being able i'm, to I'm travel, like a pile of buff ma'am now like do it <laughs> when your dad can't travel and you can make him build you shelves <laughs> yeah that's been our that's been my the best thing that's happened to me this quarantine is my dad has all this time because he's not traveling for work so he just keeps building me stuff like do you need a do you need a new jewelry stand do you need a new shelf like <laughs> just let me make you more stuff <laughs> it's been great quality time with the family it's yeah. always a good thing <laughs> well do you ladies have any specials or anything going on this holiday season that you'd like our fans to know about <laughs> our suds? I will speak first, if you guys will allow. Um, we have um, a very COVID-friendly, I'm going to put that disclaimer on there, um, small business pop-up market this Saturday at Harvest Home Park. Um, we have over a hundred local businesses are going to be there. Um, I think it's really, really important for, especially, I mean, it's small business Saturday that was by design for us to have it that day. But, um, for, if, if, you know, people, anybody in the area that wants to support local business, it's kind of like the hub to doing that. So if I can put a plug in there, it's, um, this Saturday from 10 to three at Harvest Home Park. That's our big holiday thing. And this is for West Side Market. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's what I wanted to ask too. How do you manage a hundred vendors? <laughs> he hires teenagers. <laughs> Grace, yeah. Mary's daughter and a bunch of other um, high schoolers are my uh, 
don't know. I like to think of them as my bodyguards during the day of the event. You know, it's trial and error. The first year it was kind of a shit show, but um, I've learned to become very confident in my delivery when I speak to people, not because I'm a bitch, but because if you give anybody a little bit of wiggle room, they take advantage of it. And when you're trying to coordinate a hundred people in 10 by 10 spaces uh, with cars and kids and, you know, all these other little, you know, workings, um, I have to be very black and white about stuff. And I, I, I set, I set a plan. My, 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 my plan is, and my rules are the rules. If you violate the rules, you're out. There's, there's zero tolerance for any, especially right now during COVID, um, you just you just have to be very clear with people, and they, they learn very quick if they want to be part of something as grand as what we do with the West Side Market. They have to follow the rules, or, or they get kicked out. And people talk to each other, so if you kick one person out, it's like everybody knows. Oh, don't mess with them. Not because again, I don't want. I don't mean to be rude, but I mean, could you, you have to keep order? Yeah, it would be freaking chaos. Could you imagine throwing a toddler birthday party with five thousand people? <laughs> and all that for five thousand people it's a lot of work so you got to put the players in the right spot or it just doesn't work out no i like that I, but i also i feel like guys would not apologize for you know i gotta set the standard you know what i mean like don't, i don't think we should have to apologize for that you have a business to run and if people don't like it then no sorry Hit the road, Jack. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, the Siren Soapbox is going to set up a booth at your first spring market, Crystal, <laughs> and we're going to record a podcast and sell all of our goods from that tent. They don't know it yet, but that's what's happening. <laughs> we have goods? All of the Etsy lovelies. Well, Elsie and I will. I don't know about the rest of you, but you guys will be there recording. <laughs> FYI. Did you tell Crystal about this yet, or did you just drop Just this now. Song? Just oh. now, I told her. <laughs> All right, then. What'd you say, Crystal? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. All about negotiations. As long as you broadcast it, then we're good. All right, perfect. Deal. We'll, we'll, we'll bring our live. fancy microphones and headphones. <laughs> I feel like this is, like, turning into one of those, like, live DJs at the at the event. Like, there's going to be a photo booth. And... Wiki, wiki, what? Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> I think I know somebody with a photo booth. We can make this happen. <laughs> I think we still oh, have photos somewhere. Right on the sea. <laughs> um, so, what have so we actually feel so weird calling you. We actually have a very, um, I say very small. We have a fairly small store, um, and we've been trying to keep the crowds to minimum. So we're, we're still limiting capacity in the storefront. So we're trying to um, not emphasize shopping on any one day, but instead shopping early, shopping online, spreading it out. Um, we've been offering free local delivery, free curbside pickup to everybody who's local. Um, that's actually been really fun, like driving deliveries. Because uh, I don't have a delivery service. It's literally like me and my mom just driving all over town. And my kids are like going up and playing ding dong bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> dropping bags on people's doorsteps. So that's been a lot of fun. But um, 
No, so we are not doing any specials for shopping on Small Business Saturday, but for the lucky li- listeners, the lucky liquors. <laughs> We are offering free shipping for online orders with the code cheers at checkout. So if you are, if you're local, you can um, shop online and ask for free curbside pickup or delivery. But if you are not local, we are happy to ship it to you for free with the code cheers. So that's uh that's, that's awesome. what we got going on so many pretty things yes lots Great. of lots of beautiful things Love lots of market gifts for everybody well i want to thank Lindsay and crystal so much for coming on I, it's gonna be very scuba siren thank you i don't know what we do a very bubbly thank you. I don't know. Ooh, very sudsy thank you. A very <laughs> sudsy thank you. Oh, could that go with along with drinking? Like suds, beer, suds, soap, siren, soapbox followers. I go. like it. Eventually, we're going to have our own beer. Oh, God. Yeah. We're going to collaborate with Westside Brewing. Well, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah. This was great. Yes, thank you. Yes. Do you guys do a cheers? Everybody cheers? Oh, uh, cheers to small businesses and successful New Year's. Cheers. I don't have anything. (laughs) Well, Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us on our soapbox. And we are looking forward, as usual, to seeing our responses from our suds to the question of the week. Jess, do you want to tell us what the question of the week is? Yes. Make sure that you hop over to Facebook and Instagram. Um, and Twitter now. Twitter. And answer our question of the week, which is, what is your favorite small business and why? Thanks, Jess. Before we leave, don't forget, uh, the West Side Market is on Saturday, November 28th, which is also Small Business Saturday. It runs from 10 to 3. It is outdoor COVID friendly at Harvest Home Park. The first 200 people who are 18 and older to arrive will will receive a swag bag. I was at Dr. Geyser's office the other day and saw some of these things that are going into the swag bag and y'all are going to want one. So make sure you get there. And don't forget Pachamama Market. They are offering free delivery on every order if you use the code cheers at checkout so that's pachamamamarket.org and we'll post a link to both the west side market and pachamamamarket.org on our facebook page um i guess that's it until next time dive in stay curious and be happy thanks everybody thanks everyone You've been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.